In last week's episode of this podcast, I talked about the elevator pitch and uh, some thoughts and ideas that I had done during a session I delivered, a presentation skills session for a company uh, the week before. And then someone said to me, of course, well, elevator pitches, Trevor, that means networking. Any tips and ideas around networking and how we can make the most of that and how we can actually, you know, grow sales on the back of going networking. So I thought, yep, I've got a few ideas for that. So that's what we're going to share today. Welcome, everybody. This is the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. This is episode number 276. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. So thank you very much for tuning in. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. There's a few more episodes for you to catch up on. But I always advise, go backwards. Don't start at number one like somebody did recently, because it'll take you forever. And the first ones, well, they're not as great as the last ones, I don't think, anyway. So we're planning to have some guests on the show in the lead-up to Christmas. I've got a whole queue of them waiting to come on. I'm just making sure I source the right ones that deliver for you. Because this podcast is all about helping you deliver those better presentations and giving you the sales skills at the same time so you can convert them. And that's what we're going to be looking at this week. So last week we talked about elevator pitches and then someone said to me, well, how do you uh, then make the most? If you go into a networking event, what were your ideas and that around networking? So I said, okay, well, I've got plenty of ideas because I did go networking a lot. I still do a little bit, but I used to go a lot when I first set up in business in particular. And I learned a lot about networking and how to make it grow sales. And that's what this episode is all about. So here are, I think, six tips for you. So if you go networking to deliver that elevator pitch that you practiced last week, well, here's a few thoughts on networking. So Number one, why well, why go networking in the first place? You know, what is that all about? Why do you need to do that even? Well, let's not forget that, you know, people buy from people, don't they? Especially in the business to business world. And we live in this digital world, but you know, if you're communicating with people by email or message or whatever, then it's not as great as being in front of them, is it? I mean, if you can do it on Zoom, brilliant, or to Teams or whatever you want to use, that's great. But if you're actually physically there, you know, shaking hands and all that sort of stuff, I think that's still probably the best way of getting on people's radar. And we talk about people like, you know, needing to know you, to like you and trust you before they'll buy from you. Well, you can do all those three things, can't you, if you're actually in person with someone networking. And it gives you a chance not only to meet new people potentially, but reacquaint yourselves with old ones. Well, I say old ones, but people that you know, people you may have done business with in the past. But one of the tricks for networking is you've got to be mingling. I see a lot of people go networking and they latch onto someone that they know and they just keep on talking. And that, you know, that to me is not the whole point. You've got to meet and greet and say hello to as many people as you can, you know, and have a conversation. And, you know, you can suggest maybe you meet again afterwards somewhere else or, you know, you follow up that meeting, whatever it is. But take some notes, give out some cards and make it happen for you because that's where the sales growth opportunity comes. You know, you could meet that person that you want to be uh, meeting at the networking event. So number one is people buy from people, and that's a great reason to go networking, to start those conversations and make those connections. And if any of you have listened to or been on any of my sales programs, then you will know that I operate a thing called the crop sales model, the five steps of sales. 
The crop stands for connection, stroke, conversation, relationship, opportunity, proposal, and sale. And if you go networking, you get number one moving forward, the conversation and the connection. And if you're reacquainting with people, you're building that relationship as well. So it's all part of the crop circle. So there you go. If you don't need any more reasons to go networking, then it's just number one. Number two is learn. Okay, I always think, I always pick, well, I always think, I always pick and choose a little bit when I go networking based on the fact that I think, am I going to learn something today? Who's the speaker going to be? What can I learn from them? And that's one of the criteria I use when I go to, you know, networking occasions. But also I learn from conversations with people while I'm there. That's one of the things I set out to do, which is why I don't ask people, how's business or are you really busy? The two classic questions that you get asked when you go networking. Oh, boy, come on, you can do better than that, can't you? Because I always say, when people say to me, how's business? I say, rubbish. And they're never quite sure what to say then. And if they say, are you really busy? I go, no. (laughs) And they don't know what to say then either. Because the standard answer is, oh, it's great. Oh, yeah, I'm really busy. (laughs) So, you know, you don't learn anything from that. What you do learn is if you say to people, so what's the biggest challenge for your business right now? Or what are you doing? You know, what things are you doing differently to try and grow your business? The answers to those questions you can learn from. And it will be tips that you can use to grow sales of your own business. So learn, but ask the right questions to learn. And it's a good way of practicing asking great questions as well, because we know, particularly when we're doing pitches and presentations, asking great questions and is a really good way of getting that sales interaction moving. Right, number three reason for going networking is to think. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to stand back from your business. Okay, because, you know, when you're on the data, how often do you stand back and think about your role, you know, or your business, whatever it might be? And just think, how can I do this better? How can we do this differently? You don't, do you? Because you're always so busy and then there's a ping here and a ping there and you react to it. So we're very, very reactive when we're in business. I don't know, some months ago now I did an episode called Proactive versus reactive. And in business, we're very reactive. We're just waiting for things to happen. And then we then we're onto them. And we're good at that. You know, we're good at, you know, taking the call or answering the email. We're not so good at, you know, taking a proactive step. So thinking at a networking event gives you a chance to be proactive. And it's simply this is listening, you know, especially when there's a speaker on listening to what they're saying and thinking about how you can pick up their best ideas and adapt them to what you're doing. Whether you're running a business or you're a salesperson or you're, you know, part of the organization, whatever it is, somewhere in there, there's going to be an idea that you come up with. Just listening to other people around the table doing their elevator pitch, an idea will crop up. And you won't get that if you're not networking because you'll be too busy focusing on dealing with the day-to-day stuff. You won't be standing back. So going to networking and having the opportunity to think is a really good reason for going networking. Right, number four. If you, this, and Number four is a little tip about you know, making the most of your networking opportunity because find out who's going. You know, and if there is a list, that's great because then you can you can have a look down the list. You can even contact one or two people and see whether they're interested in having a pre-event meeting with you. You know, arrive half an hour early and uh, and just have a quick ten minutes with them before that. You know, people are often more happy to meet you pre-event than after the event because sometimes the event will overrun and they need to get off and then you miss your opportunity. And also think about who do you want to sit next to? If it's a sit-down event, you know, a breakfast event, round the table, whatever it might be, sometimes these places are allocated and some organisers do offer that service and say, hey, if you want to sit next to someone in particular, we can sort of sort that on the table plan. 
if they don't have a table plan, then you have to be cunning. <laughs> yeah. and, and you have to use stealth to get to sit next to somebody you want to. And here's how to do it. OK, so at the moment you think that you're about to be invited in to, you know, sit down, take your seats, please, everybody, you know, all that sort of stuff. Breakfast will be served, whatever they say. Then just get into the start the conversation with the person you want to sit next to and say, oh, is it OK? You know, why don't we just carry on in the conversation while we're sitting down? If you don't get to start the conversation, but you can spot the person you want to sit next to, then you've got to muscle your way through the crowd, get, follow them in, sit down next to them. Oh, hello. <laughs> Total surprise. <laughs> it does work. I've done that several times. It does work. And it means then you've got a great opportunity for a conversation with the key person, the reason why you went to that event. I think a lot of people turn up at networking events and they haven't really thought about who they want to talk to or why they want to talk to them. In fact, I think a lot of people go to the same networking events all the time and meet the same people. And, want, you know, and I think, why are you doing that? What, you know, you, you've exhausted that group of people, surely, you know, by now. So um, anyway, do, you know, get there and find out who you want to sit next to and make it work for you. Right. Number six, my uh, number five, even my top tip for networking events is arrive early. OK, because then you are one of the first people to start a conversation. And it's quite hard to break into a conversation at a networking event pre the, you know, in the preamble bit where people are having a cup of coffee and all that sort of stuff. The coffee queue is a good opportunity for that, but it's sometimes difficult to break into conversations with the right people. But if you're there early, you can set the pace and start the conversation and you can choose who you want to talk to and you can spot people walking into the room and you can choose to go and talk to them. So get there early. Another good reason for getting there early is, and here's a great idea, right? Okay, this was a guy I did some work with years ago called Trevor Ashbolt, and he was a, a transit guy, a transit delivery guy, a courier. And he always used to, uh, the night before a networking event, he would meticulously clean his van, and then he would arrive really early, and he would park in the parking position closest to where everybody had to walk past to get into the event. And if he got there early, of course, he had free reign on that because no one else was there. So he parked his van. So everybody walked past his van. It was like a massive billboard. I mean, it's a top idea. But if you haven't got a van, then again, getting there early just to start the conversations is a really good thing to do. Right. Finally, number six, and a great way of reason for going networking is be a speaker at a networking event. This, come on, this podcast is all about helping you with the presentation skills. So if you're thinking, oh, I still haven't done that presentation, Trevor, even though I've been listening to this podcast to try and build up the confidence to do it. Well, a networking event is a great opportunity because a lot of networking events are quite small. There might be, you know, 10, 15, 20 people there. There's bound to be a networking event like that where you are, wherever you are in the world, there's bound to be networking events like that. And they're always looking for interesting speakers for 10 minutes, 15 minutes to get out there and share some really top tips and ideas to edu educate them about your sector because, you know, don't ever underestimate that no one's interested in what you do or, or your expertise. They are. What they don't want to hear is you banging on about how great you are and how many awards you've won and all that stuff, which you'll have heard in previous episodes. Not to do. But what they are interested in is, you know, learning something from you. So, you know, you are an expert in your area. And if, you know, if it's a business area and you're going to a business event, then I, as a member of that audience, remember, I wanted to learn something. Item number two on this list. So, Get to be a speaker, and then if I'm there when you're speaking, I will learn something, and so will the rest of your audience, and they'll be really grateful for that. And, of course, you know, if you are the speaker, wow, what an opportunity. You're in front of people for 10, 15 minutes, however long it is. <laughs> you're there, you know, and they're making decisions. You know, it's like networking with everybody all at the same time. 
So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not networking, then get out and network. You know, I mean, uh, during COVID, of course, the the physical networking all came to a halt. We lost our our ability to do that. But get out there and do it. It makes sense. But pick and choose your events, and please don't end up in that fall into that trap of latching onto someone you know and spending all your time talking to them because then you'll leave and you go, well, that was a waste of time. Well, of course it was a waste of time because you hadn't used networking properly. So. People buy from people, get to meet people, learn, think, find out who's going, get a conversation with them, arrive early and put yourself down on the list to be a speaker. There we go. So you've got your elevator pitch sorted from last week. So when you go networking now, A, you can try out your elevator pitch. And remember, you don't start, ah, my name is, uh, uh, I'm from, um, we do. Okay, don't do that. Listen to last week's episode if you're a new listener and you want to do a great elevator pitch. Right. Okay. We've got more great stuff coming your way on this podcast, all about helping you deliver those better presentations and creating more sales as a result. And don't forget, presentations is not just about speaking at a keynote event. Presenting is about, you know, it might be to your colleagues, motivating them with your idea for a new, a new, a new idea to grow sales. It might be to a customer. And it doesn't have to be, a, you know, presentations is not about standing up all the time with slides. A presentation can simply be a one-to-one presentation of an idea. When I first started in selling advertising 100 years ago, well, it's over 40 years ago, as I mentioned in the last podcast, to local local businesses, we had no PowerPoint and all that. I would just take ideas and I'd plonk them down in front of them. Okay, And that would be my presentation, the way I presented them. I didn't do it electronically at all. We didn't have that opportunity. And it's the same with you. So every sales interaction is a presentation opportunity and every demo you do, product or service, that's an opportunity. Every pitch you do is clearly an opportunity as well. So every single day, you are presenting in some way, shape or form. And the way to get better results and grow your sales is simply get better at presenting. Keep learning, keep watching, keep listening. Okay, that will help. And uh, hopefully this podcast does that as well. Now, if you like this podcast, and it's, of course, free to you to listen to, you don't have to pay anything to get all the benefit of all this, well, there's, a, there's, there's something you might want to consider doing as a, as a reward for listening to the podcast. For the, Not for me, but if you buy a copy of my book, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations, which is available on Amazon and your local Amazon, wherever you are in the world, then every time you buy a book, uh, I get around about £5 sterling, which I give entirely to the local children's hospice down here in the southwest of the UK. So Children's Hospice Southwest, they benefit. They get all the royalties, all the commission from my book sales, not just from the presenting book, from the 12 business lessons from running an ultramarathon book as well. So that's a great way of saying thank you for the content of the podcast. You can also share it with other people. You can comment on it on LinkedIn. That would be amazing. Tag me in, Trevor Lee, on LinkedIn, and I will look out for that and respond to it. And leave a review. That would be amazing as well. Now, if you'd like to come on a podcast as a first-time podcaster, Okay, so I'm happy to do that because I get a lot of requests from seasoned podcasters, people who go on tons and tons of podcasts, and they're great. They know what they're doing. They're very professional. But sometimes it's nice to have someone new on. And you can tell the world then you've been on a podcast. Now, if you want to do that, drop me a note to Trevor at, uh, sorry, at podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, and I'll pick that up, and then I'll let you know the the outcome. But what I need from you is I'm going to need need you to contribute to the presentations and sales agenda. So I'll be looking for you to share two or three ideas that you've experienced when you're presenting that have helped you do great presentations and ultimately created sales. So that's what I'm looking for, all right? 
I don't want you to come on and tell me your life story. Okay, there's plenty of podcasts that can do that as well. Okay, and it's got to be relevant. Your topic has got to be relevant, okay? The area you're working in, all right? So it's got to be relevant to the audience because it's got to be good. But don't let that put you off. Just drop me that note. I'll send you the, the brief note, and then you and then we'll have a look at it. You can come back. To, I'll be asking you to come back to me then with an idea of how you think it will go, and then we can decide if it's right for the podcast. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you next time. <laughs>